Hi, I'm Silver. And I'm Mira. And welcome to Matcha Mondays. We're two West Coast girls hoping to connect with our audience to discuss all things matcha, our favorite sneaky snacks, mental health, self-love, and of course, body positivity. Hi, everybody, and welcome back once again to your favorite podcast with your hosts, Mira and Silver. Y'all know the spiel if you've heard all of our episodes. It is a new year. We're back. We're ready. And you're looking at me weird. (laughs) I'm listening. You're literally going. I'm listening. You should have seen your face. (laughs) You guys can't see her face, but she's looking at me like, like I wish I could describe the way her facial expression was composed. I'm smiling nicely and you look like a groundhog. Like you know how a groundhog just sits and waits and looks at some like a prairie dog. Like right before the prairie dog yells, that's what you look like. You're like that is essentially (laughs) what I look like ninety percent of the time. So (laughs) I just always look like I'm about to start screaming. It was a really funny expression. (laughs) Anyways, welcome back, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about something that I think, I think we both think will be very helpful to our audience, but it's basically, we're kind of going off of the that girl, you know, vibe, but Mm -hmm. obviously this applies to anybody. It's just kind of the, you know, the, I, I feel like it's the trend of the year, but our podcast really aligns with that whole concept of mm-hmm. being that girl. But again, this like applies to anyone. I did um, though. I keep seeing a bunch of TikToks being like super against that girl. And I understand why, ooh, because yeah. as we, when we start talking about that girl, I also didn't understand. Like I thought that girl was like super fake and bitchy and like only drank green juice and didn't enjoy life. Oh, yeah. No, no. I honestly, when I first got into the whole that girl side of TikTok, mm-hmm. I genuinely thought it was like a girl that was naturally super thin and fit mm-hmm. and like never ate anything like quote Naughty. unquote sustainable or normal like it was all very unrealistic yeah so that's actually a good point you bring up like when we talk about that girl on our podcast it's all about sustainability it's all about meeting yourself where you're at it's not Mm -hmm. setting unrealistic expectations being like okay when I wake up tomorrow I have to work out like crazy and eat a certain amount of food every single day and I can't mess up like that's not what we're about no and I always think like I think we talked about it when we started talking about that girl but, like, to us, that girl is the person that we want to be in the future. Yeah, it's just basically our higher self. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. that girl, and that's what this whole episode is about, because Mira and I both have been going through not being that girl at the moment, but we mm. want to talk about how that's okay, and that's also a part of being that girl, and also how to get out of it. Because yeah. it's okay if things don't go to plan. And we'll talk about mm-hmm. why and yeah. how. Exactly. And I guess another way we could rephrase the whole concept too. I mean, it is that girl, of course, for us. But like just becoming your higher self or like yeah. how would your higher self react to you encountering a setback? Like mm-hmm. would that self want you to just like spiral or would they want you to take the steps in order to take care of yourself, to get yourself back on your feet mm-hmm. so that you can get back into the swing of things. And actually, yeah, yeah 
it'll be really exciting for us to talk about this because I think you and I both have been experiencing this lately. And it's interesting because I think after we touch on like how we did it and how we approach it, people will kind of realize that it happens all the time. Like no one is perfect. People encounter setbacks. Even the most perfect person that you follow on TikTok or Instagram, whoever your inspiration is, they experience setbacks all the time, Mm -hmm. whether they document it, don't document it. But I think what you and I will definitely talk about what it comes down to is how quickly can you address that? Hey, I'm hitting a setback. And then how quickly do you bounce back, bounce back and take Mm -hmm. care of yourself? Because I think you and I were talking about this, but with like me, when I hit my setback, I was telling you, I was like, I'm so scared of spiraling because I already feel like I'm going to. And you're like, okay, but you're recognizing it now. So like, let's bounce back from it. And I did what I had to do to bounce back. And like you, you and I were talking about how it's happening faster and faster. Mm -hmm. That's like a good expectation to have is that it might be hard the first couple of times, like bouncing back from something like a setback, spiraling, whatever. But with the more practice the easier it becomes it's Mm -hmm. kind of like I think relationships and dating like I feel like the first breakup is really really hard and you (laughs) hit a big setback at least in my experience the first breakup like real breakup really hits you like a a rock but Mm -hmm. then as you move down the line like you kind of learn the steps of okay I'm gonna feel my feelings but I'm not gonna let them control me Mm -hmm. and then you start to recover I guess faster from failed relationships yeah so let's let's check in what's Mm. been going on how has it been going with your with your goals with your feelings thoughts good questions thank Um, you honestly for the most part life is pretty damn good right now Mm -hmm. and I'm just riding this wave yes um so with a lot of recommendations from my friends and family even my family it's so funny saying that my family's involved in this Mm -hmm. but everyone's been really encouraging me to try to start dating again Mm -hmm. as some of you might know from this podcast I don't really like to date it's not really my thing um especially because I was in a very long-term relationship for a very long time and then I came out of it and a lot of it was just like a lot of my time without being with anyone was just dedicated to healing and Mm -hmm. strictly healing yeah and um I don't think I'm ready to be in like a serious relationship at all but I think I'm ready to just have conversations with people again in terms of just getting to know other people um put yourself out there yeah put myself out there and I feel like it's just be really good for my confidence especially because I don't have a lot of experience with that Mm -hmm. to be completely honest like it's funny because I think people think I do, but I don't. Like, I was explaining this to Silver and she thinks it's super funny, but I'm actually pretty shy with men. Like, I am, she's laughing at me right now because she thinks it's so funny. I'm like really very shy and I act very, it's not like um, I'm faking it or anything. It's just like first impressions. Like, I'm blushing about it right now because it's true. Like, I just get really fucking shy. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm really good at conversation, though, and like, I, I can talk about anything. It's just at first, I'm like, oh, God, like, you're looking at me. Oh, no, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I think part of it also is just because I am not very well versed again in modern dating. Like you, Silver and I have similar experiences in which when we went into dating or relationship, like we were always 
loyal like from the start you know we weren't like talking to multiple people like we're not really adapting to modern day culture yeah. right where people date tons of people at first and then they kind of narrow it down mm-hmm. like for me especially and I still think I'll be this way I still think I'm going to be loyal throughout and that's just who I am and I think I'm learning to be okay with that mm-hmm. but I genuinely don't have the time no that's honest. what I was I thinking like how do you have the have time, time to balance so many people yeah I don't have the time to date tons and tons of guys like and even if I did I really feel like I personally would just start thinking to myself don't I have better things to be doing like yeah men are great whatever but like I could be making money right now (laughs) I could be at the gym right now yeah I could be getting food with my friend right now like why am I wasting my time on a guy I don't even know if he likes me like you know what I'm saying I don't know if I like him so you know but it's just kind of funny I think I started to realize maybe I should put myself out there because my own family was like Mira have you thought about dating recently and I'm like you guys are the last people to tell me to go out with a man. It was like a forbidden subject in my aunt's house. But now my aunt and uncle are both like, yeah, no, like, meet a couple of guys. Like, yeah. put yourself out there. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't usually follow family advice, but I'm like, maybe with this I will. Yeah. Well, I think so. the thing, like, and especially, like, me being a person in your life, like, I've never once said to Mira, like, it's time, get out there. Because yeah. for me, and just who I am as a person, like, dating is very low. And having a partner, and I say that obviously as have having a partner for a very long time, but having a yeah. partner in my life is very low on my list of things that I want to do with my life. But, like, yeah. it's literally, like, an anthropological need to have a partner in life and it's not like it's not even a pressure from society to be in a relationship it's just it's as people we like having someone that we can share our lives with it provides safety it provides stabilization it provides comfort like it's just a need for people so yeah it's never like with Mira I'm never like oh my god don't date but at the same time I'm just like I, I get why you want to and if you're ready it's like, like not a need it's not a need and so if you yeah. want to great mm-hmm. yeah but I think that's a good thing to highlight like I've not really made it a priority to be honest mm-hmm. like it's just kind of something like I'm thinking about and something I'm trying to like dabble in but it's not at the forefront of my mind like right now I'm still really focused on work and our podcasts and fitness and education education yeah there's just so many things like that's why part of it too like I've already accepted the fact that yeah even though I'm like ready to like dabble in dating like I am not ready for a relationship just I don't have time like unless this guy is ready to accept the fact that I probably won't get to see them for a week Mm -hmm. or two weeks like if they're okay with that because I have friends that are in relationships and they see their significant other twice a month but they're okay with it yeah and they're still very loyal to each other and committed and whatever mm-hmm. if that guy is willing to do it that's great but I think it'll help me reinforce my own beliefs mm-hmm. and like I feel like it's a test to see am I actually ready because I'll know based on my interactions do I have my boundaries set properly mm-hmm. Am I, am I able to identify red flags? Am I able to really stand up for myself when I don't like something? Mm-hmm. And is this person going to make me a better person? Because at yeah. the end of the day, 
whatever you end up with is supposed to bring you up, not bring you down. Yeah. And I don't want to be at the same level. Like I don't want to date somebody and just be at a plateau. Like I want them to bring me up and I want to bring them up. Yeah. So yeah. But I think knowing this about me, like knowing this about myself is really good. Like I feel like this is telling me, okay, you might not be ready for anything super serious. Does that mean I'm going to be hooking up with everybody? No. But no. like getting to know someone, I think I'm ready to at least put myself out there. Mm-hmm. But we were talking about yesterday, too, with, like, all kinds of relationships that, as weird as this is going to sound, that I think a lot of the way you should look at relationships is almost contractual because now I've noticed more and more as I've gotten older and more wise and mature with my relationships, I think, is this person benefiting me or is this person just causing me stress, like anxiety, bringing me down constantly and like making me a worse person? And I always think if that's the case, even if this person in my life has really done a lot for me and like been a benefit and taught me a lot if they uh, that has switched and they're no longer doing that that contract is done and that's yeah. okay that's so fair. i think if with the way like you're approaching relationships is you're seeing like okay this this person might just be a test person like this person is just testing me to see if i'm ready for this yeah whereas this person could be a huge benefit to my life and then they could yeah. teach me more. They can make me a better person. And those are the kind of relationships, sexual or just friendship-wise, that I want in my life. Yeah. So I think exactly. that's what we should do. That's what we're doing for 2022. I feel like, I feel like it's a green flag. It's a green flag. That's Love where it. I'm at right now. I'm very busy, but in a good place. Yeah. Yes. How about you? Um, I guess my check-in can kind of go into the episode almost. So my check-in will just start us off for the epi for today, for the show. Is this <laughs> a show? Because like, my, it was so funny because someone, like my aunt, she literally was like, your show. I'm like, we have a show. <laughs> like, Ooh, is that really? Yeah, I guess so. We I do know. have a, like a talking show. Welcome to the show. I had a lot of intentions for this new year. And we talk about it all the time, especially recently, that news resolutions are not a thing. We're going for the rebrand. Great. So I had completely set myself up for success. I broke it down like per month, day, or week, day, and decided what things I would do as sustainably as possible to get me towards I want to be in the next few months. So that was all beautiful. It was all laid out. And then I got sick. I don't have the Rona, but I have some sort of cold or flu or something. Um, And it's kind of knocked me out for a week. And it's very stressful for me. I don't know how to rest. I don't know how to recover. I kind of am always in a state of moving forward. And it works for me. It's a lot to do with my mental illness. But it works for me and it always has and I am very mindful of it. So I don't really get to the point of burnout, but I'm at the point where I can't do the things that I wanted to. And that's very annoying to me. So what I've been trying to remind myself 
is that this is okay. This is not something I can control. But this whole week, I've been talking to texting Mira and I'm like, this is what I'm going to do today, blah, blah. And she's like, you are sick. Go to bed. And I just don't want to do that. Like, it brings me so much stress and anxiety to, like, sit on the couch. And I struggle a lot with dissociating. I've been really good at it in the past few months at not dissociating. But when I get overwhelmed, that's what happens. So I would be sitting on the couch recovering with a cup of tea and I would just completely start to sink into the couch and leave my body because it's it made me feel so bad. I didn't want to be there anymore. So I had to do all the steps that I have to do to take care of myself. But when you're not feeling well and you're stressed and then you start shitting on yourself, you start to spiral. So I was spiraling pretty severely over the past week and I would kind of spiral, catch myself, do the things that would make me feel better. But then the things that made me feel better would tire me out because I'm sick. So it was a vicious cycle for the past little while. Yeah, because it's like you encounter the setback and then you're like, okay, like, let me push myself. But then it just makes it worse, especially in your situation, because you are sick. So Mm -hmm. like, it just keeps leading to one thing Mm -hmm. to another. And then, yeah, you just keep setting yourself back even further. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I have a lot of guilt, especially in my field. Like, I always, and it's not fair because it's not, necessarily true but someone said to me a long time ago like you don't go to work someone could die and I have that in my head and I've had that in my head for so long that if I don't go to work and I'm not there for the specific client what if that would be the one thing but I can't be responsible for that no and whoever said that to you clearly has no concept of work-life balance no and also, like, yes, your job does play a key factor into the mental health of, like, your patients. But yeah. it is not your sole responsibility to ensure that they are still alive. Like, no. that, that's a group effort. And that also is an effort on their end as well. Exactly. And, like, that's, it's really hard for a lot of people who work in that field because yeah. we feel very responsible for keeping people alive. And yeah. it's unfortunate But the way I have to look at it is something I've been practicing for a year now is setting those boundaries for myself and realizing that I'm not responsible for the happiness of others. Like I can contribute to it. I can do my best. But if they're struggling and I did my best, that's not my fault. So with this, because I am in a situation where I couldn't work, um, it stressed me out because I knew the amount of clients I'd be letting down, especially during a very difficult part time of the year. So I've been trying really hard to come to terms with that. And it's just, it's very difficult, but I'm fairly, and I would like to say this publicly, very Mm. proud of myself. Yes. Because I, thank you so much. I rationalized the hell out of this because Mm -hmm. It makes sense that if I don't take this time off, I probably won't recover in in a timely fashion, which means that I would be off work longer. So if I take this time to recover, actually do the things I have to do, like rest, lots of liquids, like 
yeah. just taking care of myself while I am in this state, then I will be able to go back to work and help the people I need to help in a more timely fashion. Yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. you can't, what is it? You can't pour from an empty, empty cup. cup. Yeah. So I'm filling up my cup, but it's a daily struggle. And I think too, Mira and I have been talking about this. We're going to do like a whole series on how to be that girl while you're mentally ill. And honestly, I think this is the first episode. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think it's a totally valid question that we get. Like a lot Mm -hmm. of people, I think we posted something on TikTok and we're like, how to be that girl, whatever. Yeah. And I totally get it because for people who aren't super involved in our series, like in our show or podcast, first reaction, they're going to think, oh, that girl, like that super, you know, privileged, has their shit together already, like started off like being completely fine mentally, physically, Mm -hmm. like has no problems in life, lots of money, whatever. Because I mean, that is the impression we get from a lot of these influencers. Yeah. But it's it's definitely valid question because we've had people say like oh but i have mental illness like i can't be that girl and again like that's a first impression right so i think yes that series will be really helpful because then people can realize like you can still be that girl and Mm -hmm. mentally ill like that girl is that girl is mentally ill (laughs) (laughs) but like the concept of that girl i really feel like it's just your perception like this Mm -hmm. is our take on it it's not influencer take like we don't completely agree with what they're doing yeah but also i'm not gonna shade them no because that's their their life yeah but for us like we want to cater again i mean this is a mental health podcast so thank you for bringing that up because yes it's going to be a great series how to take care of yourself how to pursue your goals how to plan your life how to reach your goals have meaningful relationships yada 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 Mm -hmm. while you're mentally ill So it'll be a great time. Keep tuning in because that series is coming out shortly. But, <laughs> but yeah, this is a good intro. Isn't that, is that not every single episode we've ever done though? Honestly though. <laughs> yeah, but I guess we haven't really said it till yeah. now. So for those who haven't known, we've been closeted that girls that were mentally ill since the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> to kind of talk about that, translating into that girl while mentally ill. For those who don't know, I have very bad anxiety, mm-hmm. and I've been battling that for a while. It's been a lot better, though. I think you can agree mm-hmm. that I've been doing a lot, lot better for the past, like, year and a half, two I've years. I've been charting on you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Silver jokes that I'm one of her patients. She'll be like, I didn't start charts. I didn't... <laughs> I didn't start the joke, though. You, a long time ago, were like, am I one of your patients? And I was like, no, no, no. Okay, this is fair. I... I started the joke, but it's been like a long time joke. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, because she's like, I'm don't basically... you? Yeah, she's like, don't you think I've been like getting better? And I was like, well, yeah, I checked my chart, and like you're doing great. For the I'm like, thank you so much for taking notes on me constantly. Which, if you guys know us, like we talk twenty four fucking yeah. seven. Yeah, and we're both like the type of people who will just disappear for a little bit, and yeah. it's nice because like. And it depends on the day because we both, again, have anxiety. So sometimes we're like, oh, my God, she's dead. Oh, my God, she's mad. <laughs> but then it's like, yeah. no, we can we're in the space with each other where we can just text and be like, I'm sure you're just having a little like checkout time. But like, 
are you okay? Yeah. Or what? Or, like, well, now that we've known that, like, or we'll send a message being like, hey, gonna take a couple hours away from my phone because yeah. I kind of just need some time to myself. Yeah. Done and done. Like, we never get mad about that. No. Ever. We have a very healthy texting relationship. Yes. Thanks to the power of emojis. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We should tell them the emoji story at some point. I think That's we have. I think I mentioned it. Yeah. yeah, I think we have. I don't know what episode. So that that'll be a fun little hunt. If you guys can find that episode, and this will stay stay standing for the entirety of our series, mm-hmm. you can DM us, tell us which episode it was, and then you can pick our topic, and we will mention who you are. Yes. So shout out. Fun little Easter egg hunt for those who are dedicated listeners. I feel like it's a fun little reward for you while we both have no money to give out to you guys yet. <laughs> Not yet. yet, because I'm manifesting. Yet. Um, but yes, so for to rewind, for those who don't know, I, I have anxiety and it's been a lot better now. Um, but when I get really anxious, sometimes it triggers me to perform behaviors that aren't um, desirable for what you want in your life for me yeah. and do not cater to my goals so for example when I get really really anxious I want to stay in bed and I just want to like sleep and hide like I feel safe and comfortable and that's how I used to treat my anxiety like when I was younger when I had really bad anxiety this is before I learned coping mechanisms and like how it is to feel without anxiety etc I thought the best way for me to treat myself would be to stay in bed, to okay. not do anything, to not really talk to anyone much. Um, Cause I would, I would say like, I wasn't on my phone as much. Yeah. But like, also I've noticed that like, even when I f- was trying to watch TV, cause TV was also a coping mechanism, but like, I couldn't even focus anymore. Like that's when I knew, okay, like my anxiety is getting bad because I can't even do basic tasks. And for those who don't know, sometimes anxiety will lead to like depressive behaviors. Mm-hmm. So I started to like, just want to stay in bed. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to go anywhere. And I was texting Silver and saying, honestly, I think I'm kind of spiraling because now I'm not doing the basic things I want to do. Like I'm not working out. Like I was doing really great last week. Um, and when this episode comes out, I guess two weeks ago, I was doing really great two weeks ago, like running doing gym workouts, eating healthy, tracking, etc. And then over the weekend, I stopped. And then I started to spiral. And that's when I texted Silver. And it started to like, kind of exasperate certain situations. Then I started to go into the mirror and then my body dysmorphia was getting really, really bad. And I was telling Silver, I was like, I just don't like feeling like this. Mm-hmm. And I know I can stop. It's just, it's not stopping. And so do you want to get kind of how I pulled myself out of it? Yeah, sure. You kind of helped me. Yes, yeah. of course. So I texted her and then. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah. So I text, Mira texted me and what I, just like my perspective, because like at the same time, like I was also anxious, but trying to like be there for a friend who's really struggling helps me come out of it because it's like, no, no, no. If you are going to, be an example for the people in your life. You have to, yeah, you have to pull yourself out of it to support this person. And of course, that being said, like if you just need that time and you can't support that person completely, yeah, yeah. set that boundary. I was like, hey, can I like talk to you about this? Yeah, and like throughout the week, like because Mira and I are both, and like we're always so in sync. Like we're having our 
if oh she was our, especially the past couple of days I know um, we have really been like telepathic I know <laughs> but so we were both having like our little depressy episodes like at the same time so it's really good just blanket note to check in with that person say like hey do you have a capacity for this? Because, like, I just need to get this off my chest. If not, totally cool. I'll go deal with it elsewhere. So Mm -hmm. it helped me to help Mira. And so Mira texts me, and she's just, like, obviously just not feeling good about herself. And I was realizing that no matter what I said and what I did, she's not going to believe it because that's her responsibility. And body dysmorphia (laughs) yeah and like that's that's a good note for someone who has people in their life who are struggling and I know I can be like that too and if people are trying to help me and I'm just really stuck I just say like nothing is gonna work like people are like oh just just go do this and I'm like no that's not I'm very special you you don't understand I'm super special nothing is going to work for me I am just going to be in this episode for the rest of my life forever yeah and like that is I think it's important to remember one to take the time you need to feel that acknowledge it but you need to call bullshit on yourself which is what I told Mira and sometimes you have to go you know what this is fucking stupid like I can I can feel so much better I know exactly what to do I listen to matcha Mondays and they tell me exactly what to do so (laughs) you just need to go this is bullshit you are being mm-hmm. such a debilitator to yourself. Maybe be a little nicer to yourself, though. Yes, be a little <laughs> nicer to yourself. Be kind. But you have to say, like, hey, I know that I'm allowing myself to sink further. Like, this is a choice yeah. I'm making. Mental like I'm illness. Deciding to yeah. spiral. Mental illness is not a choice, obviously, but right. you get to choose how you react to it. So if exactly. you're choosing to spiral and you recognize that and you're not doing anything about it that's a problem so now you get to make another choice and you get to say I'm going to do the things that are making me feel better so with Mira I know her very well and I'm like you know what you need to just get up and go for a walk like I know you're gonna feel better and Mira was like well okay I know I need to do that but I don't want to do that right now and I'm like okay you have like two more hours to just feel this, sink it, like soak it in, feel the worst you want, and then you have to stop and you need to go. And she yeah. did. And then what happened? I felt incredible. Yes. And not only did I go for my walk, I went for a jog mm-hmm. and then I came home and I had Eight. a protein shake and then I went to the gym mm-hmm. and then I came back and had another protein shake and I had soup. And I had water. Like, I did all the things to take care of myself. I showered, washed my face, mm-hmm. did my brushing routine, and put my Invisalign in. Like, all that shit. I did everything. It was like a chain reaction response. Yeah. Because in that moment, I chose to say, okay, Mira, enough is enough. Yeah. Like, we're done. Yeah. And it's, it's really... Like, it's funny because I posted on my story a couple months ago about just the power of quote unquote hot girl walks, but just taking a walk, like (laughs) going for a walk, playing music that makes you feel really confident and really happy. It, it's hard to put it in words, but like when you're done or like, even when you're doing it, like you feel like you can take on anything in your life. Yeah. 
and at least for me i feel like kind of on top of the world honestly like i feel like hot shit and maybe yeah. that's a bit cocky but no. that's how i feel i feel so good yeah. about myself i feel like all my anxieties all my worries my body dysmorphia just just disappears completely that's serotonin babe that's, I know, that'll but, do it for you but then you realize too like I don't know. I feel like it's a good way to kind of just get yourself moving because that's mm-hmm. another thing too. And um, I think a lot of people feel this, but if you go a really long time during your day, I saw TikTok on it actually, but like when you go through your whole day doing absolutely nothing at nighttime or like even evening, like this was around 5 p.m. when I went for my walk, mm-hmm. um, you think, oh, I wasted the whole day. Like there's no way I could be productive for the rest of the day. Like I should day's just continue not to over. waste it. Yeah, but you can still save quote unquote the TikTok was talking about saving your day and you can still do that because Mm. from 5pm to 11pm I went for my walk I went to the gym I ate dinner I had my protein I had a shower I took care of myself I laid down I actually went on my phone for a bit read whatever Mm -hmm. like I did all of that like I saved my day like everything I could have done I was able to do at night yeah um because I decided in that moment enough is enough and I think that's the whole thing is like you can have setbacks but it is right about how do you choose to approach a setback do you let it take it's like it's like you're kind of at a, in a battle right with mm-hmm. yourself it's like do you let your other self win mm-hmm. or do you choose to tell that thing to fuck off <laughs> so you can take ownership fuck of off yeah on, there you go that's how you solve it guys you Tell your other self, fuck off, and then you're done. <laughs> you will, you know what? Cure for mental illness. <laughs> like, fuck off. Fuck off. Done. Just tell your mental illness to, to fuck, fuck off, off, and you'll be cured. And you'll be done, and it'll never come back. Have you, I know you, you did you watch the all the office? No. And there's this one episode where, like, Jim's pretending to be, like, cutting out on the phone, and he goes, you gotta, uh, and then you'll be saved. And he's like, what? What did you say? And he's like, you, you just gotta... Uh, uh, and then you'll be saved. <laughs> you just need to say, fuck off. And then you'll be and saved. Then, then you'll be saved. You're done. <laughs> but all jokes aside, yeah, Silver, you make a great point. It's You can be mentally ill, but your decisions are still your decisions. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, and people, I think maybe don't realize it until they have mental illness or experience something similar. But a lot of it is really talking to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I have to have so Step many talk. conversations and yeah, it gets super exhausting. Cause I'm like, okay, Mira, we need to go for a walk. You need to get up. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's basically what silver would say to me. I mean, silver sometimes will text me. She'll be like, tell yourself what you would say to me if I were in your position. And mm-hmm. it would be get up, take care of yourself, go for a walk, just even five minutes, just go outside yeah. and see how you feel. Yeah. Because it's and no it's no different. Like I called Mira on Tuesday night and I was having massive obsessive and intrusive thoughts about hand soap and batteries. And I just yeah. couldn't let it go. Like it was stressing me out. And like I have hand soap and batteries, but in that state I was in, I was like, I can't stop thinking about it. I think we need more and I can't. And like Again, it's not always good to give in to these intrusive thoughts, but this is not something that's massively damaging. Like, hand soap's like five bucks, batteries are like 
two dollars so mira's like you also i think we're having a rough day in general too because yeah i was having a rough day period and so it felt like those things were the manifestation of the way i felt like i could get a release Mm -hmm. so mira's like you know what like we talked it out and we did a lot of cbt stuff together where we wrote out my thoughts and the reasons why they're not true and it's always really nice to have someone who especially knows you so well to help you walk through that um, yeah, sometimes you don't know where to start. Yeah, and so sometimes it's nice to have someone to prompt you. So if you have someone in your life who can do that or you can train to help you through that, that's really helpful. But we did that, and Mira's like, okay, now hang up, get your ass in the car, and go get your hand soap and batteries. And honestly, just, like, that whole process and, like, getting out, even though I didn't leave the car because I was still not feeling well, I was too scared to infect anyone, even though I don't have covid um just in case but I just felt so much better like I just got out and did the thing and it helped because if I didn't do that I can promise you I would have been up all night thinking about batteries and hand soap because that's just how my brain works but I also wanted to say blanket disclaimer we are talking about like mental health challenges that are like not treatable but have more holistic solutions because obviously if you're dealing with anything like psychosis or schizophrenia or anything where really your thoughts have to take like a medication yeah like if you need medication you need proper treatment or if you know honestly your thoughts aren't really your own at that point unfortunately like these things like won't work for you like you can't just tell someone with schizophrenia like can you please just stop talking to yourself because that's just not how it works. Yeah. Disclaimer, we're just talking about people who have mental health challenges that can be solved holistically. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or you can use this kind to assist you along with like medication. Medication therapy, therapy. Like, yeah. Yeah, we always, I think that's great that you bring that up. We always say use our podcast and our advice as a booster or like kind mm-hmm. of like a crutch but do not only solely rely real do not rely. only and solely rely on us yeah because there's only so much even like an advice column there's only so much a friend can do there's only so much you can do like mm-hmm. it depends on where you're at in your life and like how intense your illness is mm-hmm. but you know yourself better than we do of course if you think that your illness can be treated holistically then do what we do yeah if you think you need a little more then by all means yeah because we've recently realized we have very young listeners who are possibly impressionable and we would never want to give anyone Um, period the yeah yeah, the impression that we're all you need like if you need Mm -hmm. extra go get those resources if we can be a resource for you that's absolutely fantastic but if you need more go get it that being said, if you need someone to talk to, we are always here. Yeah. Shoot us and a we, DM. we actually do respond. Believe we do. <laughs> we have evidence that we will never yeah, show. <laughs> we will never show because that's confidential. Yeah. That's another thing. Even though we're not like a, was it a therapist's office? We still follow HIPAA, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we follow HIPAA to the T. Yes. Because it's important to us. But, oh, yeah, absolutely. And we would never want anyone to feel like they couldn't go and trust somebody with something. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think the, do you have any more tips? I think the only one I want to talk, okay. So the last thing I kind of want to go over, which you've probably heard a thousand times, but as I mentioned previously, journaling Mm -hmm. is stupid how, how, how much it helps. And I had not done it for like, honestly, four years, no, two years, because that's the last entry in my journal. But I took last night because I was massively anxious and like I couldn't pin it to what was triggering it. So I just sat down, opened my journal and just started going. I honestly did not figure out what's going on with me or what what triggered me or why I was anxious because sometimes, you know, that's how anxiety works. It just pops up and it's there. So, but I was so invested on catching myself up over the last literally two years. I was, and with the thing with writing too, is you don't really have time to think about other things. When you're reading, your mind can kind of drift off and you can kind of glaze out. But when you're writing, you are hearing your thoughts and your words in your head and you're physically putting them down on paper. There is no room for intrusive thoughts because your entire brain is focused on writing it down so I literally wrote like six pages about just talking to myself and being like this person's doing this and this is what happened and blah 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 this is work and I by the time I finished I was like I feel totally fine now like I I just needed to get that release get all the words that were like out somewhere else yeah and like get it out of my head and put it down on paper that's what i was gonna say i think sometimes when you store all of these like memories and thoughts and whatever when you don't yeah like you said have a release or anywhere to put them out because i mean there's only so much you can tell a friend too like you can't Mm -hmm. tell a friend like two years of things like everything you know i mean you can but i you probably wouldn't yeah (laughs) um but sometimes even just writing it is is better than I think talking because like when you mm-hmm. tell somebody something you still tend to omit certain things like that you of course. don't want to tell that person or maybe you're not ready to come to terms with it yourself but writing you know it's just for you like yeah. no one else is there to read it and it's private and mm-hmm. it's literally just a space for yourself so you can be honest and reflect on things that maybe you wouldn't tell anybody else exactly and that's that's the thing too like even when you're talking to a therapist there's a certain um like resistance in sharing everything because it's just human nature like you want that person to like you and there's a constant like thing that will be holding you back that is telling you don't share this because they might not like it but if you're writing it down, it's just for you. And the only person there to judge you is you. And that's okay. But what I realized when I was writing things out is I wrote something about something I've been thinking about a lot and that I was upset about. And then at the end of the sentence, I wrote, but I actually think this is okay because I've learned a lot from the situation. And it just made me feel so much better about it. Because it wasn't this huge thing that I've been thinking about over and over and building up in my head. I got to like break it down. And I got to the end of that thought. And I was like, but actually, I think this is, it served a purpose. And it's done now. Mm -hmm. And that was a really cool feeling. Yeah. It's, It's amazing what you can do if you just do it. I know, just do it. 
Yeah. The Nike mm-hmm. catchphrase should truly be mm-hmm. our catchphrase. Nike. <laughs> Nike, we're coming, coming for your brand. For your brand. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh my God. No. They're like a huge corporation. I don't think we would survive that, but. No, Nike, you can keep it. No. We just we just love your catchphrase very it's, much. It's a really good one. And like we say it all the time, baby steps. But sometimes you just got to do it. Like just get up, just get outside, just move. And all the little baby steps after that will just literally fall into place without you even noticing. Like Mira yesterday, exactly. she got up, went for a walk, and her whole day came together. Yeah. So. I was literally texting Silver updates. I was like, I think I'm going to go do this now. I think I'm going to go here now. I know. And I'm like, okay, let's not overdo it now. Like, I think you've done enough. Then, Time to go oh home. Oh my God. Yeah, you're right. I was about to overdo it at the gym. I yeah. was like, should I do the stair climber now? And I'm like, no, you were already went from... See, that's the thing too. It's really nice to be able to do a thousand things a day, but that's not sustainable. And I think we talk about it a lot, but just a reminder make a routine that is sustainable for you if you can't don't overdo it. yeah and if you start if you want to ha- be able to do i don't know like climb a fucking mountain by the end of the year like you're not just gonna jump on the mountain and go like you're gonna start out small you're gonna start out like training your upper body and you're gonna start bouldering and then eventually maybe you'll get outside and whatever you know what i mean like you're not just gonna go for it baby steps i know what you mean girl you know what i mean but then you actually have to start that baby step. And sometimes that's the hardest part. And then it just falls into place. Exactly. So beautifully said. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm a mental health professional. Hooray. <laughs> Hooray. Yes. Hooray. Yay. So that is all we have for you guys today. But we really hope that, again, you found this helpful, motivating validating etc and again feel free to reach out to us if you need anything um but we really do hope that this maybe made you feel a little bit better if you're experiencing something similar to us Mm -hmm. and as always we are available on all social media so we're on instagram at matcha mondays podcast we're on spotify we're on apple Podcasts. we are on tiktok yeah and our tiktok is follow blowing our TikTok. up it's pop it it's a good spot to be mm-hmm. and the videos are if i do say so myself are gorgeous thank you and just lovely and just good vibes so good if you vibe. want some good vibes just come, come through our tiktok it's come through and if you want to follow us individually you can follow silver at silver room gallery and you can follow me at chosh mira And if you would like to support us because we are not making money off of streams anymore and we would just love to be supported financially so that we can provide better episodes for you. We obviously have been wanting to release some stuff for a while, but that takes time and money. money. So if you'd like to buy us some matcha, it's on our flow page on our Instagram. It's actually our Ko-Fi or Ko-Fi. What is it? Ko-Fi. K-O dash fi.com slash beautiful or something i don't know it's on our flow page it's on our flow page look it up um but if you want to buy some matcha that's where it is any support would be super appreciated if you can't afford it go buy yourself a matcha and we'll be just as happy with that being said have a great matcha Monday. Monday. bye